بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نحمد ونصلي على رسوله الكريم أما بعد باب الغضب إذا انتهكت حرمات الشرع والانتصار لدين الله تعالى أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن تنصر الله ينصركم ويثبت أقدامكم صدق الله العظيم وفي الباب حديث عائشة السابق في باب العفو This is the chapter, as we began some time back, which deals with exhibiting anger or the permissibility, not even permissibility, but the encouragement of shariat, that one should become angry and become upset when the sanctified things of shariat are, when the sanctity is not observed, ta'ala and to be amongst those who help the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One of the verses we already discussed, the second verse which Imam Nawawi rahimahullah introduces in the introduction of this chapter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, In tansurullah yansurkum wa yuthabbit aqadamakum. Allah ta'ala's offer is given in this verse in the Quran, encouragement that help the deen of Allah. Helping the deen of Allah Ta'ala is equated with helping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. There is no question of any of us in any way helping or assisting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is khaliq, we are makhluq. Ya ibadi, lan tablughu durri fatadurruni, wa lan tablughu naf'i fatanfa'uni. Hadith Qudsi, Rasulullah sallallahu says that Allah says, O oh my slaves, it is impossible that you can harm me and it is impossible that you will ever be able to assist or help me. Yet, this is Allah's shafaqa, Allah's compassion, kindness, mercy. And in this is the azmat, the great position that shariat gives to helping the deen of Allah, to engaging in the propagation of Allah's deen, to engaging in the protection of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's deen, to doing the work of deen. In order to make us understand how great and how auspicious and how valuable this is, Allah Ta'ala equated it with helping Himself. Allah says, In tansurullah, if you will help Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In other words, help the deen of Allah Ta'ala. You do one thing, Allah promises you two things in return. First thing Allah Ta'ala promises, Yansurkum. Allah will help you. What does this mean? Allah will help you. In other words, Allah's help, Allah's nusrat, Allah's ma'iyat, Allah's companionship, Allah's mercy, Allah's acceptance, Allah's forgiveness, all this is contained in this expression. That Allah will be with you. وَيُثَبِّتْ أَقْدَامَكُمْ And the second thing Allah Ta'ala promises you, that when Allah's help is with you, Allah will make your feet firm against your enemies, Challenges of life. Today we find people are prone to depression. People are prone to mental illness. People are not, be a, not able to withstand or bear the difficulties and challenges that face them in this world or in day-to-day -day life. We are given the panacea and solution in this verse of the Quran. Engage in the effort of deen. Engage in the work of da'wat and tabligh. Engage in the work of the propagation of Allah's deen. Engage in the service of Allah's deen. And 
not only will Allah help you, Allah will give you that firmness, that steadfastness. And coupled with this also is protection from all these mental weaknesses and deficiencies that people face. Like this, we find this concept in many verses in the Qur'an. وَلَا يَنْسُرَنَّ اللَّهُ مَنْ يَنْسُرُهُ وَلَا يَنْسُرَنَّ Lam and Nun Mushaddad carries the meaning of qasam and oath. Allah takes qasam and oath. Those who help his deen, Allah will definitely by his qasam assist and help them. And if Allah Ta'ala's help is with them, إِنَّهُمْ لَهُمُ الْمَنْسُورُونَ وَإِنَّ جُنْدَنَا لَهُمُ الْغَالِبُونَ There's great emphasis found in these verses in the Qur'an. Allah Ta'ala says, إِنَّهُمْ Verily they, Lam again, without a doubt, then whom again, الْمَنْسُورُونَ They are the, those who are helped by Allah. They are mansur. Allah's Nusrat is with them. And when Allah's Nusrat is with them, in other words, they are the army of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if they are Allah ta'ala's army, Allah says, our army will always be successful. Will always be the conquerors. They will, no one will be able to conquer or overpower them. As we see evident in Sirah, in the many, many campaigns in which Rasulullah Pak sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the companions engaged, Sahaba were many, many occasions outnumbered to the point where it was mind-boggling. It was not even conceivable. Many instances they didn't even represent an army if you had to weigh them logically against the opposition. Yet, field upon field, occasion upon occasion, victory still belonged to the companions of Rasulullah Wasallam. This was a clear enunciation and clear indication of the nusrat and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala which accompanied the companions of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Imam Nawi rahimahullah says that in this chapter there is also the hadith of Aisha radiallahu anha which was found in the chapter Babul Af, the chapter which dealt with the forgiveness the hadith he is referring to is the hadith where Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha speaks of the Akhlaq and character of Rasulullah sallallahu being such that Nabi Pak sallallahu alayhi wasallam this madda or this essence of exacting revenge for any personal slights was not there. Nabi sallallahu alayhi never took revenge. But except when the rights of Allah were encroached upon, when Shariat's sanctity was not preserved, then she said you would never find anyone more angry and more upset and more for a more forthcoming and forthright in exacting revenge or return for Allah's deen that had been towards which sacrilege had been displayed besides Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. So referring to that hadith, Imam Nawi rahimullah says that that hadith is very pertinent in this particular chapter. In other words, ghadab, anger, when the sanctity of Allah Ta'ala's deen is not observed and helping the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He says that hadith we should refer to for this chapter also and thereafter he mentions another hadith one Abi Mas'ud Uqbat ibn al-Amr al-Badri radiyallahu ta'ala anhu Normally we find this term Badri sometimes as a suffix to the name of a Sahabi that a certain Sahabi is a Badri 
what is meant by Badri, we mentioned this many times before. Amongst the galaxy of Sahaba Ikram, there are ranks amongst the Sahaba. One of the distinctions among Sahaba is that if a Sahabi took part in the Battle of Badr, Bukhari Sharif Hadith, Allah Ta'ala, Ittala'a ala ahli Badrin, Fakala, I'amalu ma shi'tum fa inni ghafartu lakum. Allah Ta'ala looked at the Sahaba who took part in the Battle of Badr and Allah said, From now till you die, do whatever you want. Jannat is wajib for you. The position and status of the Badri Sahabi. This is unanimous amongst the ulama kiram also, that amongst the galaxy of Sahaba, those Sahaba who took part in Badr were superior to those Sahaba who came after that, or who were not given the opportunity of taking part in the Battle of Badr. So we find that this was recognized among Sahaba also, that the Badri Sahaba are superior to us. This is uh, amongst us. And this is why we find that when a Sahabi had taken part in the Battle of Badr, we'll find many times this attached to his name, Al-Badri. However, the reason I'm mentioning this, in, in the case of this particular Sahabi, Abu Mas'ud Uqbat ibn al-Amr, Al-Badri, ulama raised the question that why is he referred to as a Badri when he did not take part in the, in the Battle of Badr? In fact, he accepted Islam after the battle of Badr had occurred. So the reason Ulama Ikram explained, they say that he is referred to as Badri because he lived in the area where the battle of Badr took place. This was a Khazraji Sahabi. He accepted Islam. He did, after the battle of Badr, he did not take part in the battle of Badr, but he used to live in the area where the battle of Badr occurred. So because of the area in which he lived, this suffix is found with his name, Uqbat ibn al-Amr al-Badri. He narrates, Ja'a rajulun ila al-Nabiyy sallallahu alayhi wa sallam faqal, inni la ataakhar an salati al-subhi min ajli fulanin mimma yutilu bina. Fama ra'itu al-Nabiyya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam ghadiba fi mawa'idhatin qattu ashadda mimma ghadiba wa yawma idhin. Faqal, not a very lengthy hadith, but obviously because of time constraints, we'll start the translation, just the first line of the hadith. He says, a person came to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa Who this person was, we find that in other riwayat, the names of a few sahaba are mentioned. One of them is Hazam bin Ubay bin Kaab radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Another narration it is mentioned, it may have been Haram bin Milhan. And in another narration it is mentioned, it may have been Salman bin Harith radiallahu ta'ala anhu. Before we continue with this hadith, we should get it in a little bit in perspective. We find that one of the things which Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa prohibited us from. In the previous ahadith, we find this expression, Bashiru wala tunaffiru, yassiru wala tu'assiru. Islam said, make my deen easy for people, don't make it difficult. And then he said, Bashiru, give glad tidings to people. Wala tunaffiru, don't make them run away, do not turn them off. Now sometimes this tanfir, this, the word tanfir comes from nafara. Nafara means to run away. 
to make people run away, turn them off, put them off Shariat and Deen. In that hadith, Allah's Rasulullah prohibited us from doing this. He said, give people glad tidings. Don't make things hard. And don't present Deen in such a manner that you put people off and you chase them away. Now sometimes, this is done verbally. In that hadith, the prohibition is don't do any, don't say anything that will turn people away from Deen. In this particular hadith, the complaint that the Sahabi makes to Rasulullah is about, about a person who, not verbally, but by his actions, even though not verbal, by his actions, he was presenting deen in such a manner that people were being put off or they were being chased away. So from this hadith we learn, tanfir, doing this, even by action is also prohibited. In other words, don't do anything. Don't practice upon deen. Don't practice upon deen in such a way that you put people off deen or that you make deen difficult for people. Allah give us tawfiq.